What's up guys? Anton here from dropshiplifestyle.com. And listen, if you've been trying to build a business over the past 12 months, you have definitely heard about AI and how it can help you. What I'll say is going back even a couple years ago in our businesses, we were using some AI tools, but they almost felt gimmicky. Like they weren't that good. They couldn't replace humans. It wasn't something that I really took seriously or thought can integrate into our business systems. But over these past 12 months, the improvements and the leaps with what AI can do has been a complete game changer. And what it's helped us do in our businesses is literally do more with less. And if you're familiar with my company, Dropship Lifestyle, you know that the lifestyle part is about getting the biggest returns for the smallest amount of input. And that can be input of your time, input of your money. You're looking to maximize what you can get from that. And again, over these past 12 months, AI has really changed the game and allowed us to make more with less. So very recently, just a few days ago, I hosted a live training for about 2,000 people where I shared what I call three AI breakthroughs that we're using going into 2024. That training went for about two and a half hours when it was live. But what I decided to do is clip out about one hour of it. And what I'm going to do is share that with you right now. So if you already have a business or you're thinking about building one as we go into 2024, definitely watch this entire video because what I'm going to share with you is literally the best of the best, what I think can apply to anybody that is building an online business and wants to do more with less by leveraging the power of AI. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the training. The first one is going to be called AI for niche selection and supplier sourcing. Breakthrough number two I'm going to share with you is how we're using AI for social media and graphic design. And breakthrough number three is how we're using AI for traffic generation. So I'm curious, guys, let me know in chat what you're most excited to learn about. You could type in number one, two, or three. And uh, again, just to get an idea of who is here and what you're most excited about learning. Don't worry, I'm going to cover everything, but uh, I want to see what everyone's most interested in. That's the beauty of doing these things live. We get to do these real-time polls. So Grace said three. Anudge said one, two, three. Um, Anthony said all three. Judy said three. Uh, Al Alafia says all, all three. Gary, one. Frank, two. Uh, Shakur, all of it. <laughs> uh, Devon, all three. Akram, one, two, three. Uh, Angel, all three. Destiny, one, two, three. Ralph, three. Uh, Kay, all. Uh, Mandy three, but really all three, all three, all three, all three. Yeah. Okay, good. So I guess I picked uh, the right topics. <laughs> this is what you guys want to know. Awesome. Um, okay, cool. So, so then I just see here, um, Mapendo says I'm interested, but I don't have the money to start. Yeah. You know, I get it. Like this is in my opinion, a business that is probably lowest investment of time and dollars versus what you can get out of it, but it is a real business. So it does take some money to get started. So if you just want to learn and hang out, you're more than welcome to, to be here, but there is some budget required if you want to proceed after the training. So totally understand everyone's in a different situation, but um, again, either way, feel free to hang out and uh, at least know this stuff. And when you do have the money available, you can get started. Okay. With that being said, guys, let's go ahead and get into breakthrough number one, which is AI for niche selection and supplier sourcing. Now, the way most people start when they realize they want to get into e-commerce and specifically dropshipping is they think, okay, well, this sounds like a good opportunity, but what am I going to do? What am I going to sell? 
And the way I want to take you through this is by sharing four different systems that we use. And you can literally follow along as I take you through, again, exactly how I do this step-by-step. So we're going to cover four things here, again, only in breakthrough number one. And again, if anyone's taking notes, you could write these down or take a screenshot. But part one of this section is going to be brainstorming product ideas. Part two is going to be expanding on product ideas using AI. Part three is going to be validating product ideas through different tools available online, including using AI for that. And part four is going to be sourcing suppliers, which also now has an AI element to it. So the beginning of part one, right? The initial brainstorm. This is something that I do want you to do yourself. And I sent you an email right before we started. I think it actually sent later than it was supposed to. So it might've come through very recently, but I asked in that email, if you could write down the last three items you purchased online above $200. And that is one place you can start brainstorming ideas from. So some ideas I recommend as you literally write this down, it could be with a pen and paper, could be in a notes app on your phone, but you wanna look around your house, try to find things you've spent over $200 on, look around your workplace. A lot of people work in unique areas or unique businesses, I should say, and they could find opportunity that most people wouldn't see there. You can go back and check your credit card statements and just try to find, again, things you've purchased online for over $200. Now, an example I typically give is where I'm living right now. It's north of Charlotte, um, Lake Norman. It's uh, it's North Carolina, about 30 minutes north of Charlotte. Uh, beautiful lake. And I always see people out there that are on stand-up paddle boards, right? So this is literally how I start to brainstorm ideas and add them to my list. What do I notice in my day-to-day -day life? In this one photo here of a living room, if I was just brainstorming ideas, <laughs> uh, Rianan says, hi, neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Um, but in this one photo alone, we have chandeliers, we have wall lighting, we have a uh, table lamp, we have crown molding wallpaper, we have a coffee table, a sofa, a fireplace, a mirror, vases, a bookshelf, dining tables, dining chairs, wood flooring. So literally, you can look around where you are right now, and there is opportunity everywhere, literally all around you. So just to recap some of these brainstorming ideas, which is, again, the first step of this process, think about what products you've bought. If you don't spend a lot of money, you can ask friends and family what they bought recently for over $200. And also think about your hobbies, if any products stand out there. And again, what do you notice in your day-to-day -day life? That is where I get most of my ideas from. And then what I want you to do, again, is write down all of your ideas. And if anyone's willing to do this, please do go ahead and share one in chat. Because again, since we're doing this live, we could do some live research. And that is what I want to do. So I will pick somebody's niche from chat if you want to type an idea in there. And then everybody else can follow along as I do this. And give me one second here because I'm going to share a different screen so I can show you the research. We're going to start diving into tools now. And uh, let's give it one second here. Let me... um. Make sure I'm sharing the right screen. In one second here. Okay, I'm going to pop this up. And we'll go to this desktop. And let me pull over the first tool that we'll be using that I, I assume most people um, are familiar with when it comes to AI, because this one has really been, I would say, the, the the biggest tool people have been talking about this past year, which is ChatGPT. So anyone, anyone that wants to follow along can go to chat.openai.com and sign up for this for free. So, okay. Um, I'm just looking through chat now and we'll see what, uh, what niches came in. Um, let me scroll up here. So John said sauna. We could check sauna. So I'm going to take that 
And the first thing I'm, if anyone's not familiar with ChatGPT, by the way, again, you can go to chat.openai.com. You should see it on my screen now. But with this tool, you can basically ask it anything. And it is what is known as a large language learning model that basically crawled the internet for years. And the results that it give you, that it gives you, I should say, are based off of what it has basically found online. So let me just put this in here. I'm going to give you the prompt that I'm going to use right now so people can follow, uh, follow along with this. Okay, that you should see that now in chat. And then I'm going to put the prompt in here, literally just ask it this question. And the first thing we're going to do is expand on the product ideas, expand on the niche. And it was saunas. So I'm saying, please provide a list of products similar to saunas. And the reason I'm doing this is because we want to brainstorm 50 ideas, five zero. And the reason we want to do that is because they're not all going to be winners. After this test, we're going to put the niche through a series of other tests to basically see if it is worth our time or not. And this is a great way to start building out that list because sometimes people think, oh, I have to brainstorm 50 ideas. How am I ever going to do that? Well, this is definitely going to help you because let's just say we start doing our research, which again, we'll do in a minute for uh, for saunas and we see that it doesn't meet our criteria. Well, now we can also try steam rooms. We can also try infrared saunas. We could try hot, hot tubs or jacuzzis. We could try spa baths or heated massage chairs or yoga hot rooms. There's all these other ideas now that literally are coming to us without having to even think beyond that initial niche. And for every niche idea that you just thought of, again, you can put it into this tool and it will give you 10 more. So that is uh, the first tip I wanna share when it comes to niche selection and brainstorming. Use this tool to expand on your product ideas. So let me just switch back here now really quickly and show you where we're at. So we did part one, right? How to brainstorm the initial ideas. Then part two, we just covered, which is how to expand on those ideas. What I wanna do now is go to part three which is validating those product ideas. Because it's one thing to have an idea, it's another to know if it's actually worth your time or not, if it's going to work. And again, that prompt I just used is in chat. So if you wanna copy and paste it, you can get it there. Now, the, uh, can't, can't copy and paste out of chat. You know what, uh, Christina, I appreciate, like I'm happy you said that because I do recall um, that happening uh, a time I was on a call with somebody else. I put something in chat on Zoom and they couldn't copy it, but it's a short one. So um, my advice would be just like type it out in your notes app or whatever it is you use. Um, and I apologize. Like I wish I could control that, but it seems to be a, uh, a, a Zoom thing. Okay. Next thing we're going to do are five different ver verification tests. Okay. So the first test we're going to do is what I call the price point test. The second test we're going to do is what I call the competition test. Then we're going to do the evergreen test, the demand test, and then the demographic test. So I know that is a lot, but don't worry. We're going to go through them one by one. And this is very simple to get started. I'm simply going to go to google.com and I'm going to type in, oh, not that. I'm going to type in saunas or sauna. I'm going to type in, yeah, the, uh, the singular of that. So I spell it right. I'm going to do sauna and I'm just going to search. So this first test we're going to do is the price point test. And what we're doing here is simply searching for it on Google. And then we're going to click right here. Let me zoom in a bit where it says shopping. Now, when I click shopping, it's going to show me all different product listings. Now, the top row up here, these are all ads. This is a great place to advertise, something we can talk about later if you want to, but we get a lot of traffic and sales from here. So do our students in the Dropship Blueprint but we're not going to be using this top row, this carousel for this research. 
Instead, what we're doing for the price point test is scrolling down and we're looking at everything under this gray line where it says about these results. Everything under that is the data that's important for this test. And the first test, again, for the price point test, what we're looking to find is half the first page results or more being priced at more than $200. So if I was really doing this test and spent maybe 15, 20 minutes on it, I would be putting all of these prices into a spreadsheet. But for now, we'll eyeball it. And I also think with saunas, it, it's going to be well over that, that minimum of half the page being $200 or more. But to do this, we literally just look at the prices. So this first one is 2000, next one, 3,300, next one, 27, uh, basically 2,800. This one's 26,000. This one is 300, this one's 1,000, 3,400, 3,000, let's keep going. We have 434, 2,500, 3,000, 4,300, let's keep going. This one's 3,900, 650, 3,500, this one's basically 30,000. Um, let's keep going down. So, so far, none of them have been under 200, right? So we're well on our way to half the first page or more of the Google shopping results being above $200, that minimum. So here again, we have 3,000, we have 7,700, 1,400, 1,000. Yeah, this, this definitely passes the test with flying colors for the price point test. And let me just scroll up. So John, John, so far, so good with your niche of saunas. We don't even need to go back to our chat GPT list and pick something else, at least not yet. But what we're going to do now is the second test. Okay, so the first one we just did was, again, the price point test. The next test we're going to do is the competition test. And good news, the competition test, we don't have to go anywhere else for. We do that on this same exact page. And what we're looking for in this test is our half the first page results or more being advertised by 10 or less stores. Now, the way we find that out is simply by scrolling back up to the top, everything under that gray line that says about these results, and we're looking to see the compare at prices. What we want to find, again, is half the page or more being listed by 10 or less stores. And the way we can tell that is from this information right here. So this first one is being listed from four stores. This one, over 10. This one, over 10. This one, one store. So, so far, we're at 50%, right, with this first line of products. Let's go down. This one is two stores, one store, 10, 10. So now we're still at 50% after those first two rows. This one, one store, 10 stores, one store, 10 stores. We're still at 50%. Here we have 10 stores, one store, one store, one store. So now we're looking a little bit better. Um, here we have 10 stores, one store, one store, one store. Okay, looking even better here. We have one store, 10 stores, one store, two stores. So numbers are definitely looking better as we go through this first page results. And again, this test is the competition test. And while we're here, let me just say this because it is important. You know, people think about e-commerce and the fact that, you know, it's 2024 now, isn't everything overly saturated? Isn't it too competitive? The answer is absolutely not. And in my opinion, anybody that says that doesn't un actually understand how competition works with this business model. Because of the way we build stores, competition occurs at the product level. It is not about drop shipping or e-commerce being too saturated. It is not about a certain niche being too saturated. It's about the most popular products, according to Google, which is what we're looking at right here within every niche, it's about looking to see how many online stores are listing them. And again, if we can find our criteria here, where half the first page results or more are being listed by 10 or less stores, then we can compete, we can get traffic. And again, it doesn't take much traffic or many sales to reach huge revenue numbers like we do and like many of our students do.
But moving forward with this row, we have 10 stores, 10 stores, one store, 10 stores. Here we have one, 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 one. Here we have one, 10, one, 10. Here we have one, 10, one, 10. Um, let's just keep going. We'll do a few more because again, this one is kind of close, but we have 10, 10, one, one. And when I'm saying those numbers, again, that's how many stores are listing them. So here we have 10 stores, one store, one store, 10 stores. Here we have 10, one, one, one. Uh, one, 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 one. Let's keep going. We have five stores, one store, 10 stores, 10 stores. So definitely I would say we are above half the page or more being listed by 10 or less stores. So uh, again, it was John that put that niche in. And I would say, you know, at this point, John, again, looking good, you passed the, or your niche, I should say, passed the price point test. And it also passed the competition test. Now what I wanna do is go to the third of the five tests I'm gonna be sharing with you. And this one is called the Evergreen Test. So to do this one, I'm gonna be using a tool that we actually created at Dropship Lifestyle. And for this one, let me just go to the link really quickly. Okay. And um, what I'll tell you is the data that I get from here is going to be data that you can also get by using the Google Keyword Planner. But the reason we built our own version of this tool for Dropship Blueprint members is because when you use the um, when you use the Google Keyword Planner data, it only gives you accurate data if you spend a lot of money with them. So for a lot of people that are just starting, obviously they haven't spent a lot of money with them. And if you don't, the Google Keyword Planner won't give you uh, accurate data. It'll give you very broad ranges. But all I'm gonna do here is go ahead and click search, and then we will let the data load down here. And the first thing we see here is the average monthly search volume. So that is what this number is showing us. That's what it represents. And it's showing us that on average in the United States, saunas get over 201,000 searches every single month, which is awesome. Because what we wanna find here, again, this is the demand test, is a minimum of 10,000 people looking for that niche every month. And if we could find that, we know that the market is big enough where we can get involved, we can get enough traffic, where we can have a healthy business, again, either to replace an income or possibly just create a second stream of income. So again, for the competition test, we're looking at average monthly search volume, and we want that to be a minimum of 10,000. Now, the next test we're gonna do, again, is gonna be right on this page. And this is the demand test. And what we're looking at here is, is this niche seasonal or not? And the way we check that is by looking at a graph here. Again, this is the United States and this is the data for sauna. And we're looking at the past five years of data. And we wanna see if there are huge peaks and valleys because if there are, that means it is seasonal. And if there's not, that means it's not. Now, this chart is definitely sporadic, but there's no type of seasonality that I'm seeing. And the way that I'm making that determination is I'm looking at these peaks and I'm looking at the, the basically the lows. And this is not something that's cyclical. Again, I'm looking at past five years of data and there's nothing here showing me that this is something that is going to basically drop at a certain period of every year. And we definitely don't want that because when it comes to building these type of stores, we want to build something that can sell consistently month over month, year over year, because that is going to give us a business that lasts, not a business that we launch in the low season and think, why doesn't this work? Or a business that we launch in the busy season, think we just built this amazing thing and then have sales disappear once basically, you know, the, the, the buyer pool dries up. 
So hopefully that makes sense to everybody. And what I want to do now is share one more uh, thing we do here when it comes to the niche verification tests. And that is by checking the, uh, the, the demographic of the buyers. So here I am going to paste another prompt into chat. I know, again, you can't copy from there which is unfortunate, but um, if you wanna type this out yourself, um, this is really the only place I can share it. So let me go ahead and put this in chat before I actually use it. Okay, you should see that right there. And then I'm gonna go ahead and put it into chat GPT. And again, I'm using this prompt, right? Or you can take a screenshot of it even. If you wanna do that, that way you could type it out later when you're doing this. But what we're gonna use this for is to find out more about the market, in this case, for saunas. So I'm gonna go ahead and paste this and I'll read it and then we'll send it in. But it says, please act as a market research expert. What are the demographic of, and then it says the niche slash topic target audience. So I'm going to change that to sauna target audience. Please include, oops, did I, I keep spelling this thing wrong? The sauna target audience. Please include age, gender, location, education level, income, and occupation. Uh, these can all play a role in shaping the audience's interest, behaviors, and purchasing decisions. Then I'll go ahead and send that over, and we will see what it comes back with. As a market research expert, I can provide a general overview of demographics of the sauna target audience. And then it tells me, you know, these things obviously can vary um, uh, significantly depending on the type of sauna, i.e. traditional saunas, infrared and portable sauna tents. So it already knows about obviously the subcategories there and the market region, but here's a broad overview. So for age, the age range of sauna users is quite broad, but there's notable interest in the 30 to 60 age group. So what's good about that right there, right? Even knowing that, it's something we can use later when it comes to, ad let's say we built this store, right? Uh, John sent the stitch over. Let's say John built a sauna store and he wanted to start off with his ads as targeted as possible. Well, he could choose, I wanna run ads for these saunas on my sauna store, but I only wanna show them to people between 30 and 60 years old. And that can give you a better return on ad spend in the beginning if you're targeting the main people that buy these. And then it gives us information on gender. I'm not going to read through all of these right now, but I will go through the one that um, is most important at this point for, again, the demographic test. And that is this one, income, because we want to sell to the upper middle class. Now, I'll cover this real quickly, but I've sold to all different demographics. And if I just wanted to make a few buckets that were very broad, we can go to lower income households, we can go to upper middle class, and we can go to wealthy. And from my experience, again, personally now, over 15 years doing this, I've realized that when you sell to the wealthy, you're going to have a lot more pre-sale questions, meaning a lot more support required. You're also going to need a lot more post-sale support. And what that does is take more of your time and lower your margins. And the same is true when you sell to lower income households. There's going to be less margins involved because the products are typically less expensive. Return rates are higher and there's more customer service involved. Not that customer service isn't important. It absolutely is. But if you have the choice, which you do because you're here right now, I'm telling you the thing that's going to make your life easier, the thing that's going to get you better results is selling to the upper middle class because they are very used to spending money online. They do not require a lot of pre-sale or post-sale support. And it is definitely the least amount of work involved for the highest amount of return. So let me know, guys, if this is all making sense and you're getting value so far on these tests, please type value in chat so I can make sure everyone is sticking with me. I know I'm talking fast, but that's because we have a lot to share here. But if you're getting value, please do let me know. And um, while you're doing that, I'll just do a quick recap of the tools that we just used to validate those product ideas. 
The first was Google Shopping. We used that for our price point test and our competition test. We also used the Dropship Lifestyle Research software. And with that, we did the Evergreen test and the Demand test. And then for the demographics, we used ChatGPT. And again, that prompt is in chat if you want to use it yourself. And um, let me just check in chat here. Grace, John, um, Alafia, Anuj, Mandy, Arion, Anthony, Abraham, Shakur, uh, James, all said value, value, great value. Awesome. Good, good, good. Love to hear that, guys. Um, good. I'll keep my energy up. That and the uh, the crema coffee I just got at Share Tea down the road. But uh, let's keep going. Kay says, awesome. Good. Happy to hear that. Let's keep going, though, and move into part four of what I want to share. And we're still, remember, only on breakthrough number one. And this is sourcing suppliers. Okay, another, uh, another little three stars here. Because, again, this is something we are using AI for. So um, I don't even know if I mentioned this earlier. We went through the whole intro so quick. But the suppliers that we work with, right, the brands that we sell for at my company, Dropship Lifestyle, and the brands that members of the Dropship Blueprint sell for are based in the countries where they do business, where they sell. So for me, I sell in the U.S. My suppliers are located in the U.S. Their products are in warehouses in the U.S. So the first thing we have to do in this step before we add in the AI element is find dropshipping stores selling the products that we want to sell. And um, typically what I would do is on the search results here that we pulled up earlier on Google Shopping is open up all the websites and see which ones are dropshipping. And the way that I tell that, one of the simplest tests, is to go to their contact page and their About Us page and try to make sure that they, they do not have a physical location listed, especially not a retail store, a showroom, or a warehouse. If they have that, we're not going to use them for our research. So for the purpose of this demo, I'm just going to open this one because this is on Wayfair.com. Uh, if you don't know, Wayfair is a publicly traded company. They do billions upon billions in revenue every year, and they're almost entirely drop shipping. So um, I know they're a drop shipper, so that's going to make this easy. Again, multi-billion dollar company using the drop ship model. And what I'm going to do here now is just come to their site's results. And then what I'm going to do is come down here in the left navigation. So just follow along on the screen share. And then I'm going to click here where it says show more filters. I'm going to keep coming down to I find this one that says brand. And then I'm going to expand that. Now here, if I click show all brands, this is going to show me a list of all of the different brands that Wayfair is dropshipping for in the sauna category. Now, excuse me, with our model, we need to find at least 20 potential brands to sell for before we actually go ahead and build a store, before we move forward. We don't want to build a store that's reliant on one supplier or two suppliers. And the reason we want to find at least 20 is because when you're just starting out, even us with a new store in a new niche, you're not going to get approved or authorized to sell for every supplier on day one. So we assume maybe we only get a 50% approval rating. That way, if we find 20 brands, we get approved to sell for 10 from day one. And then over time, as we build our store, we'll get approved to sell for all of them. But in the beginning, again, you want to find at least 20. And it should be obvious from me scrolling through this list right here that we already have way more than 20 for this sauna niche. So again, John, looking good here. But I want to show you some things that we do now, again, that AI is so powerful to actually help expand our product ideas. So I'm just going to open up this product page on Wayfair. And you see it says here, see more by Almost Heaven Saunas. Now, what that is, is um, basically it's the brand, right? The brand that makes this sauna, the brand that's dropshipping it for Wayfair. And what I'm going to do here, I'll put this in chat. And then give me one second. 
Um, awesome. And I saw more values coming in too. So thank you for that, everybody. I'll just put this prompt I'm about to use in chat for you. And then I will use it myself. And I'm going to come here to chat GPT and I'm going to paste this prompt. And it says, please provide a comprehensive list of brands similar to, and I'm going to do brands similar to Almost Heaven Saunas, which again is a brand that I found that makes saunas on a dropshipping store. So this is going to help us build out our master supplier list, as I like to call it. I'll go ahead and send this prompt over and we'll let ChatGPT do its thing. Scroll down. Almost Heaven Saunas is known for its high quality traditional and infrared saunas, brand similar to Almost Heaven Saunas, which often uh, which offer similar products in terms of quality, variety, and reputation are Parvaria, Finlo, Hello, Hilo Hello, Healthmate, Sonicare, Sunlight, Clear Light Saunas, Claps. And then it gives us some information about each of these brands, right? And the reason, and it's still going. And the reason this is so powerful, again, is because we want at least 20 potential brands to sell for. And even if we only find maybe, you know, 10 or so, whatever, when we're doing our research, well, this is a great way to build out that list and make sure we can get all of the top brands in our niche. Now, I'm going to show you one more thing that I typically do at this point of the process when I'm doing this research myself. Because you see it gave us 10 here. I'm simply going to use the prompt, please expand on this list. And I'm going to go ahead and send that over. And what it should do is now give us even more. So let's give it a second to do its thing while I drink some more of this uh, crema, crema coffee. Baltic Leisure, Golden Designs, Dynamic Saunas. So as you can see, again, one, one brand name that I gave it on a dropshipping website is now going to return to me. I think it'll give me 20 total different ideas that I can add to my list. And again, this is very, very important because I'll just say this. I know there are many different ways to do dropshipping. Dropshipping is a very, uh, what's the best way to say it? It's a very broad term, right? You can dropship from China. You can dropship uh, from Amazon or eBay. There's there's tons of different ways to do dropshipping. But with our method of dropshipping, which in my opinion is the only way to dropship profitably, you need to work with the top brands in your niche and become an authority store. And this is going to basically give, look at this now, it's still going. Yeah, you can give it a, qu a quantity as well, exactly. So you could do that, or you can just ask it and see what it first uh, generates. But yeah, it's it's going and going and going. So now we have 13 more. So great way to build out this list. Um, and cool, and I still see values coming in. So thank you. I hope no one's on a delay. You shouldn't be uh, since we're doing this live, but let's uh, let's keep going, guys. I see the values are there. Um, hopefully everyone already is, you know, excited about AI. And, you know, it, let me ask this question. If you see right now already, we only went through breakthrough number one, again, out of three. But if you see how AI really is changing things and how, what, we've been going for like 30 minutes or so, how it's making business so much easier for the people that understand this, give me an AI in chat. Just type AI in there. So I, I really want to make sure that everybody understands it's the same way I do. Because again, it used to be like this fun little tool to kind of, uh, you know, play around with even like a year ago, that's where it was at. And um, the things that we've learned and and, and added to our, our, our SOPs and our systems over this past year, it's it, it literally saves hours of work. Um, okay, Grace, uh, Archie, Judy, Mandy, Brandon, John, uh, Angel, Anthony, Gwen, Christian, Devin. Wow. Oh, I love it. David with the fire. Uh, Ikram, Gempsey, Paul. Christina, yes, kind of spooky. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, honestly that it went from me thinking like this is um 
almost like a cute little tool that like, yeah, it doesn't really serve much of a purpose and it's kind of a waste of time to it's so powerful. It is almost spooky. That might be the right word for it. Um, and it's only getting better, by the way. And I'm continuing to, to learn more and do more with it. But cool. Thank you for uh, everybody sharing that. And uh, with that being said, yeah, let's keep going, guys. Let's get into breakthrough number two that I want to share with you. And this is how over this past year, again, more and more, we have been leveraging AI for social media and graphic design. Now, again, for anybody taking notes, what I want to do is share three different ways we are using AI for this. The first part we're going to cover here is how we're using AI to create stock photos. Then I'm going to show you how we're using AI to create lifestyle images. Then I'm going to show you how we're using AI to create social media posts, literally saving hours upon hours and literally, like, you know, I know people don't, people are scared that AI is like going to replace jobs. Um, it's true. I'll, I'll say that it, it's definitely, it depends on the job, obviously, but there's a lot of stuff out there that used to require, you know, freelancers for a week's worth of time that can be now done in a matter of minutes. So be the person using it. I would say that be the person that learns how to use it. And then you don't have to worry about it causing your job to disappear. You can worry about how much you can generate from it. Okay. With that being said, though, let's go ahead and start with part one of this, which is creating stock photos with AI. And just so everyone understands, I guess, why we're even do creating stock photos. I'll pull up um, Shaka Surfboards. This is a dropship lifestyle demo store. And you know, if you go to it, you could see it looks beautiful, right? It's a surfboard store, but this is not actually a live store. This is the type of store that we build before we even reach out to suppliers so that we can get approved again with quality suppliers on day one. And a question is, you know, I don't have uh, I don't I don't have products, right? If I've not approved any suppliers yet, what products am I going to upload? Well, we upload basically what I call generic products or demo products. And to get images from them, of course, you can use stock photo sites, but now you can also use AI to make images that you own. It's, it's crazy. So let me drag this over um, on the screen right now. And this tool is Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com. You can use the free plan on this and it is very powerful. That the free plan is good. It's it, I'd say it's well worth, like, they, they, I think their, their paid plan is like, $12 a month or something, which is well worth it, but the free is good too. And what we're going to do with this tool is scroll down here in the left column. So hopefully you could see that. And if, you, if you're just signing up for an account, like by the way, if you don't have Canva yet, when you first go into it and you want to follow along with what I'm doing, you'll want to click where it says apps. And then where it says search Canva apps, you want to search for an app called Magic Media. Okay, Magic Media. Now I already have that installed. It's right here. So I just clicked on it. And what Magic Media allows you to do is enter text, literally type in words, and it's going to give us images. It's going to create unique images. So what I will do for this example, again, in Canvas Magic Media, is ask it to create a product photo, an e-commerce product photo. Let me just put this in here, where you enter text. Let me delete the extra stuff here. E-commerce product photo of, and then we'll do, say we're doing it for Shaka Surfboards, we'll do blue surfboard. Okay. Just delete the extra spaces. And then I'm going to click generate image. Now, when we do that, we'll give it a second and it's going to create four variations of these images. Again, these are images that we now will own that nobody else has. And there's many ways that we're using this, the magic media, but I'll just let you know, like as these images come out, sometimes it does amazing. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you need to give it a few different prompts. I would say these are all very good. There's four different options here. So let's just say, again, we wanted a unique stock photo of a blue surfboard. I like this first one right here. So I can simply click on it. 
I could drag it over here to, and again, this is not like somebody else's photo. This is generated by AI. Um, okay, I, I did it the wrong way. I think I have to click on it. There you go. Okay, and then what I'm gonna do here is just make it the full size of this, uh, this um, document basically that I created. And here we have our first stock photo. Now, another thing that's just cool about Canva, if anyone hasn't used it yet, but let's say we wanted this on our website and I'll just come back to Shaka Surfboards and we wanted it to be a product like this with a, you know, a white background, right? Well, I can come here now, again, with our brand new AI generated image, I can click up here where it says edit photo, give that a second to load, come on. Okay, edit photo. And then I can click here where it says BG remover for background remover. So let me click on that. I can tell my internet is a bit slow right now because these things shouldn't be uh, gray like that. So hopefully we do get that to come through. Come on. Let me see something real quick. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I didn't lose my internet. Um, but let me come back to it, edit photo. Yeah, it's not giving me it's not giving me these options right now. But typically, what you would do is click right here, and then yeah, sometimes Canva gets slogged. I yeah, I think that's what it is. But when you click BG Remover, it will remove the the blue background and just have a white background. So just know that's where you click, and most likely it'll work in a little while once Canva uh, catches up. But pretty cool. Again, free stock photo, right? And not just a free stock photo, but a free unique stock photo. And um, I really want it to work. So I, this is what I do. I find myself just clicking things over and over and over. Let me just refresh it really quickly and see what it will do. Give me one second here. Um, okay, one second. I, let me see if I can get it to, to do its thing real quick. Yes, and I'll give you that prompt. I'm just happy to generate the image again. Um, this one, I refreshed it, it deleted that. But then I'll put the prompt in chat now. I know Nina just asked that. So give me one second. Okay. And that's one thing too, that I always find crazy. Like once you give it like multiple, um, uh, once you give it like the prompt again, like it's not going to generate the same thing twice. You would think it's like, we just did this. It would, uh, it would pull those out or like give us something similar. But every time you click refresh, you're going to get a unique set of images. So let me try with this one now that we have a different image. Go to edit photo. Nope, still not catching up with me, but that's fine. Um, let's keep moving forward though, guys. And I'm going to come back here. And again, even that you could use as a stock photo, but we would have it removed. Um, the next thing that I want to show you though, while we are here is how we're using AI to create lifestyle images. Now, a lifestyle image is basically an image that is unique. So a lot of stores, right? Let's go to the sauna example. You have the, yeah, and that's, I know, but that's actually on the paid plan, which is why, you know, <laughs> it's strange. But um, if I'm on this page right now, this this sauna right here, right? That everybody is selling or that Wayfair is selling, I should say, and drop shipping. You see this one here and it's on a white background, right? So while it looks fine, it is nothing special. So what we wanna be able to do is make photos like this that are unique. And when I say unique, I mean, we wanna we actually wanna place them in different env environments. So um, let me just take a screenshot of it to make sure I'll be able to use it. Okay, and um, let me show you exactly how we're doing that and show you what tool we're using. So I'm gonna drag this over here. 
This is the tool. I'll put it in chat as well. It's called mocker.ai. And they also have um they also have a paid plan, but you don't need the paid plan. Use the free version. You don't need to give them a credit card or anything like that. So I'm gonna create a new account with them really quickly. And I'm gonna show you how we use it to actually turn these images into lifestyle photos. Again, to stand out from the competition. So let me just go ahead and sign up for it really quickly. Um, okay. Just logging in on another window off screen right now. Then I'm gonna drag it back over to show you how it works. Okay, cool. So I just made a free account. Again, no credit card or anything required. And what this does is take products that we have and allow us to place them on different backgrounds. So I'm gonna click upload product photo. I'm gonna grab the product photo that we just got from Google and let's let it upload. And then we'll be able to choose different backgrounds that we want it to be placed on. So we'll give it a second. This one also does take a little bit of time. So um, hopefully short, sooner rather than later, but here you go. Okay, it said it, it identified it as a shed, but now we have the product uploaded, right? That product image and we can choose where we want it to be placed, right? And again, this is where you're gonna make decisions based on the product you have. Now, this is a sauna that would obviously go outside. So I'm gonna click outdoor, and then it's going to give us different outdoor environments where it could show off this sauna. Now, I'm looking for like winter scenes or colder scenes, because that's probably when people would be most willing to, to go in a sauna. So I saw one with snow, maybe we'll use that. Um, you know, maybe we'll try it with this one because this could be something like uh, if we're doing, you know, Christmas is almost here, like a Christmas promo or something. So let me click on this one and then we will, uh, let's see, we'll move it. Move that. Change the size. Let's move it up here. Let's make this a little bit smaller. All drag and drop, by the way. Okay, now let's go ahead and click generate photos. Again, this could take like, you know, 30 seconds or so, but it's going to actually make AI images now with, again, the same photo that everyone else has. By the way, all the photos we use and everything on our stores are direct from suppliers. So we're not like having to photograph anything or, you know, spend any money for unique images. Now we're literally just taking this, again, something that would come straight from your supplier and we're making it something unique that we can put on our store or in an ad or in an informational email. So let's say this one right here, right? I'll click on this one so we can see the results. Now we have this image of the sauna with the Christmas or holiday background, right? So let's say we sold these and we were doing a promotion 5% off or 10% off through Christmas or through the new year. We can add this image to our homepage or to a product page. And we can generate more images like this of different saunas on different backgrounds. And it's a great way just to make unique content that literally nobody else has, because again, we just made it. So let me come back here and we'll do this one more time. Um, I'll grab the, oh, let me come back here to uh, home. And then we'll start with this one again. And let's find a different, um, a different place to put it. Just to show you one more example of this, right? Maybe we want to show it off. Let's see. Um, scrolling down. Maybe we want it to look like some like, you know, natural scene out here in the grass, right? So let me drag it up here make it bigger, maybe so someone can envision it in their backyard. Okay, go ahead and click generate photos. And again, for free, it's gonna make these for us. So we'll let it do its thing. And this is something we've been doing a lot, again, with promotions. So before we start running remarketing ads or before we start sending out emails, offering discounts for different holidays, we try to make these unique images so we don't look the same as everybody else, even though, of course, we have competition because we're drop shipping. 
So here's a few different options, right? Here it is like in a backyard setting. Um, another one, eh, don't really like that one, but that's the beauty of it. It gives you options. If you want to go back and move where the photo is, you can do that. And again, now you have something that is unique to you. So um, something I love about AI, something we've been using a lot. And again, on the free plans. Um, next thing I want to show you is probably the, the most powerful when it comes to social media and how things have changed. And this is how we're batch creating social media posts. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do here, and I'll give you this prompt in, um, in chat as well, but we're going to give chat GPT a prompt and we're going to say, let me just copy it here because I already have it, um, on my computer, obviously. Give me one second, copy. Send it to everybody. This is like a multi-step process. So make sure you're watching the screen as we're uh, as we're going through this one. But I'll put this in chat now. That's the prompt. Oh, and then let me give you that photo prompt too. Sorry about that. Um, magic media prompt. Okay. Um, but we're gonna use the we're going to use the social media one now. So the prompt. Grab it again. So many copy and paste going on, but uh, here I got it. It says, please write 50 funny Twitter posts. And by the way, it says Twitter posts. That's just because we want them to be about that length of characters, but we're not posting these on Twitter. We can, but these are, uh, these are basically posts that we're going to use across all social media. So it says, please write funny, uh, 50 funny Twitter posts. You could change funny from serious to, you know, whatever you want it to be professional, any qualifying keyword you want. Um, I'm going to put surfers here though, because let's say we're doing this for Shaka surfboards. And then it says, please do not include any hashtags or emojis. And then I'm going to go ahead and send that prompt over and we will see what it comes back with. And again, this is just the starting point of what I'm about to show you here. So let's let it do its thing. And this might take a while. Um, just because 50, you know, it takes it longer to, takes it longer to type the more you give. But while it's doing that, actually, let me comp uh, copy and paste the next prompt for you. What we're gonna do once it generates this. Okay, this is the follow-up prompt that I'm going to give it. Let's see, send, okay. Now, obviously you would wanna like read through these, make sure that they were actually prompts that you would want to use but we'll just let it do its thing for now and generate them. And then I will give it that follow-up prompt. And uh, then, uh, yeah, you'll see how we can turn these into actual images, which is the craziest thing. This is where things for me started to get spooky because these are things that we we do and have done traditionally by paying graphic designers lots of money to to do this week over week. And now, you know, it takes as long as Chat GPT does to type this all out. So while that's loading, let me get a sip of water here. And then when it gets to 50, I'll, I'll put in that next prompt. All right. And by the way, guys, I hope everyone is, uh, you know, enjoying the month and ready for the holidays, whatever it is you celebrate. It's crazy. I like, you know, we have our Christmas tree and everything, but for some reason it doesn't feel like it yet. Came way too, way too fast this year, but we're ready. I got, if anyone, I don't know if anyone, like how long you've been following dropship lifestyle, but my, uh, my sister, Laura is actually our lead web designer. She's built dozens of our own stores and hundreds of stores for dropship lifestyle members. And uh, it'll be good this year for Christmas. Everyone's coming down here to North Carolina. So we got a big party, making lots of good food, going Italian this year and uh, watching football. So I'm excited. 
Okay. Okay, cool. So that's weird. It cut off the last one, but that's fine. Um, okay, so now I'm gonna give it this next prompt. Um, awesome and a nudge. Yeah, if you remember, I you know I'm so happy that you are and happy to have you on board. But remember, everything that we are covering here is covered in the blueprints, even with like more detail and different worksheets you can use with it. So um, definitely cool to hang out. But if you want to just go through like literally step by step with this and a whole lot more, that already is in the dropship blueprint for you. Um, okay, let's let this do its thing now. Again, I just gave it that follow-up prompt, which is please structure these so I can copy and paste them into an Excel file. And I will copy them once they're done. But before I do that, I'll just show you where I'm going to paste them. So let me set that up in another screen and then drag it over. And give me one second here. That's the thing about having multiple monitors. I love it. But when doing screen shares, it's it's a lot going on. Um, I have like chat on one window. I obviously have the screen share on one window. I have got a lot. I got a lot in here. Um, okay, Google Sheets. I'm gonna call this Shaka posts. And then I'll just drag this over so you could see it. And where, where I'm going to post this is just in a, where did I put it here? Okay. Where I'm going to post this is just into a Google sheet. And if you use Google drive, again, this is free. Um, it's basically Excel, but a free version. You can also paste it into Excel if you use that or into Apple numbers. If you use that, honestly, it doesn't really matter, but, um, yeah, that, that's where I'm going to use just because I like to have everything online so I can access it whenever I want from anywhere. But looks like it's almost done here. So we will let it finish and then I will copy and paste them into that spreadsheet. Okay. Let's see if this time it gives us the 50th one. Yeah, it did. Okay, weird. Um, okay, I'm going to copy all of these. Scroll up, literally just highlight it. Copy. I'm gonna come back to our blank spreadsheet, paste. Now you see, I have them all here. There are 50 of them. And then what I'm gonna do, this is an important step, is click save. And then I'm gonna click download and I'm gonna hover over download and I'm gonna click download as a comma separated value file, a .csv, okay? So I'm gonna click that. And then as you can see, it just saved it to my computer. Now the next step for this is going back into Canva. So for here, I'm just gonna delete our demo image from before because we don't need that. And then um, let's just do like, um, uh, uh, let's see. Waves with sunset. I'm just trying to find like a background image here. Or you know what, I mean, I, like I, I can do that, but just because I don't wanna wait for everything to load, let me, um, let me just grab something else. So here, oh, let me put it back up here. Um, I just searched in photos that, you know, come with Canva for beach. And, you know, we have a bunch of them here. Let's see if I like any of these. Um, yeah, this one's cool. I mean, they're all they're all fine. We'll do, we'll do this one. So I'm gonna click on this and then I'm just gonna, again, fill out the screen here and we'll move it like that. Then we'll move it up a bit. Yeah, that's a little bit blurry when it's expanded. Let's do a different one. Let's find something square. This is the part that uh, it doesn't do everything for you yet. There still is some like, you know, obviously finding what it is you like, but you know what? Let me, let me do this. I'm actually going to create this as a new document because then it can give us some templates that are already made. So give me one second here. I'm just going to go back into Canva and I'm going to click create a design and I'm going to do a custom size. Okay. 
Okay, then I'm gonna search the pre-made templates and I'll search for beach. See if we find anything we like here. Again, this is, you know, for a surfboard store, obviously. Let's see. There's a bunch that are fine, but try to see if anything really stands out. Let's go with this one. And then what it's going to do is load this template on here. And then I can change anything, right? So if I wanted to here where it says like at really great site, we could put at Shaka surfboards. And again, Canva is drag and drop. So maybe I move that down there. And then if I don't want these sections, I can just go ahead and delete them. And if I want this to be a bit smaller, maybe I make that smaller and then leave that as is. Now, this is where things get really crazy. And again, almost spooky. So what I'm gonna do here is go to another app and this app is called Bulk Create, okay? So if you don't obviously have it, if you just started using Canva, you can go to Canva, then click apps and search for Bulk Create. Again, we already have it, so I'm just clicking into it. And then here you see it says upload CSV, which is obviously what we just downloaded. So I'm gonna go ahead and grab that CSV we just downloaded and I'm gonna click it here. And then I have to link it to where I want it to go, right? So I want it to go where this text is. So all I'm going to do now is right click there and then I'm going to click connect data and I'm going to click the data that we want to be there. Now this is obviously still way too big. So let me work on just resizing a bit and then also making the font smaller. So I'm gonna come up here, go like that. Okay, now maybe I wanna move this too. What I'm gonna do, this is the coolest part, is click continue. And you see here, it has all that data now from our CSV, right? All of those posts that were written by AI. Now, when I click generate 49 designs, it's going to take all of them and it's going to put them on that background. Now, some of them might still be too big, right? But instead of, again, needing a designer to change them, you can just edit the size. Now we have that one, right? Let's come down here. This one already looks good. This one, if we want it a bit smaller, we want to change the size, literally drag and drop. Okay, let's come down. This one, maybe we want to leave it as is. If we want to edit it, you just saw how to do that. Again, very, very simple. And now we can go through these, tweak them all exactly how we like them. But now we have 50 different social media posts that were created literally in what was that? Like five minutes with me being a bit slow. And all you have to do once you have all these is come here, click share, and you download them to your computer. Now you can go back into uh, you know Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and every other social platform you want to use. You can schedule them all to post maybe one every other day, and you will have months worth of content. Now, as you could probably imagine, you can do a lot more than 50 and you can do a lot more different tones and you can take the same posts and put them on different backgrounds. And you can literally schedule out, if you wanted to, years of information, years of posts. So um, let's see, uh, Christina says, wow. Mandy says, this is awesome. I use Canva so times, uh, sometimes, but I had no idea I could do this. Yeah, Canva, you know, I used to think of it again. It's crazy. I used to think Canva is like a very, like a cool tool, but like with our team always in Photoshop and everything, I was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's fun, but it's like a beginner thing. It's not a beginner thing. When it comes to AI, it is a, it's a game changer. This is like, yeah, yeah. So I'm happy you're seeing that too as a, as a Canva user. Uh, very cool though. So yeah, happy to hear you guys are still getting value and learned something new with ChatGPT plus Google Sheets plus, um, plus yeah, uh, Canva <laughs> and Bulk Create. Um, let's see. 
this is awesome. It's so tedious designing one by one. Can you change the background automatically? You can, but what we'll typically do, like that's what, one of the reasons I'm moving the screen off when I change stuff is because we have, you know, tons of different projects in here in Canva. But what you could do and what I would recommend you do is let's say you want to like right now make different versions of all these. What I would say to do would be click file. You can go create a new design, um, you know, make it a custom size. I'll do 500 by 500 pixels, click create new design. And then we'll just do the same process again really quickly. And then we'll move on to the next step. But again, here, maybe we want to do waves, right? So last one I searched beach, I think. Uh, maybe we want to do this one, click on it. And then we can come let it load first, obviously. And maybe we want to change that font um, to make it. And again, this, you know, I'm not really like building this out now, but maybe we want to make it a font that we're using on our store. Maybe that's this font. Okay. Maybe we want to make it a bit smaller. And then again, literally same process would be coming back to the apps, going back to bulk create, uploading the CSV. I'll just upload that same CSV again, click open, um, right click on this, click connect data, choose the right data, move it up here, click continue, click generate Ford and N designs. And again, now we have, um, now we have another, again, like this is a bit, uh, size is a bit off, but move it like that. Now we have another 50 posts. You know, it's the same text, but honestly, if you're posting it two months from now, no one's going to notice. And again, with a different background. So this is how we do it because you can keep all of your uh, files in Canva. Um, let's see. You can use a prompt to generate the background. Yep, absolutely. Um, Nina says, can you pull... Can you put all the prompt steps in the chat box of the Canva batch post? Yeah, so for that, yeah, let me grab that. I think I posted the, the prompt, but we used two. Yeah, I did. Um, I posted two prompts, but I'll post them again. Um, so the prompt for that, we're not actually putting in Canva. The prompt for that, we're putting in chat GPT. And then we're moving the data over to, uh, to Canva. Give me one second. I'm going to paste these for you, and then we will keep moving forward. Okay. Awesome. And I'm loving the comments, guys. And I'll put the, the app name too. Canva app. It's called Bulk Create. Okay, cool. Um, let's keep moving forward then. Let me jump back into Keynote first. And these are the things, again, that we just uh, created. Christina, to get to Bulk Create, just go into Canva, click Apps, and then click, uh, just search for it. In the top of Apps, here, let me just come back into Canva really quickly. When you click on Apps, you could search up top. So just type it in up here, and then it'll pull up. Um, it'll pull it up. Okay, let me come back here now, and let's keep moving forward. Where is my slide deck? Uh, here it is. Okay, cool. So breakthrough number two, guys, was that valuable? Give me a V in chat. If you're still getting value, if you love the, the AI stuff for social media and design, we have Grace. I love it how fast that came through. Um, uh, Nina, Anthony, Judy, Leroy. Um, it's good. Yeah, I got a smiley face. Archie. Oh man, so many comments. All right, good, good, good. Um, let's keep moving forward then, guys. And we're going to get into breakthrough number three. And what I'm gonna share here is how we're using AI for traffic generation. V with a capital capital V, Fred, uh, friend says, awesome, great info, good, good, good. So AI for traffic generation, I'm gonna share three different things that we're using AI with. And uh, again, like I, I mentioned to, um, I believe it was a nudge here earlier that like we're, we're actually using AI for a lot more than just these three things. But you know, this is what I wanna share with you today so you can get some easy wins out of this. And uh, all of this is in the dropship blueprint plus a whole lot more, but this is like a perfect starting point. So 
We're going to cover, again, three subparts to breakthrough number three. And what we're going to cover first is how we're using AI to write valuable blog posts, not some basic things that you know no one's ever going to read, but things that our audience actually wants and that Google will actually rank. And then we're going to cover how we're using AI to create product descriptions, and then how we're using AI to create promotional campaigns. So again, if you're taking notes, these are the three things we're going to cover in this section. Now, this is a bit of a longer, um, excuse me, a longer prompt. So again, I know you can't copy and paste out of chat. So you can either, um, I don't you know, take a screenshot of it or um, just type it out like in the notes app or something. But this is the first prompt that we're going to use. And again, we're going to be using it in chat GPT. So let me come back to it. Where did I put chat GPT? Here it is. And the prompt here, I'll read it to you first. It says, please act as a blogging expert. I want you to generate 10 engaging and SEO-friendly blog post titles for my blog about, and I'm going to put saunas. Um, not even close to right. S-A-U-N-A-S, targeting, and then I'm going to type, uh, I'll put in sauna buyers. Sauna buyers. The title should encourage readers to click and explore our content while aligning with our blog's main focus on, I'm going to put, helping customers make the right sauna purchase decision for them. And based on like what you want to enter there, it's really based on what type of content you want to create literally that day or that week or that month. Because as you can imagine, the, what you're going to get back is based on what you send in. So the type of content we like to create when it comes to content marketing is valuable to customers, but it's also the type of content that leads towards people purchasing, right? So instead of something that is way too broad about saunas, we want to start by creating content that readers will actually you know, use to help make a purchase decision. And of course, within these posts, we're going to link to our store's products so they can buy there. And the traffic this is going to help with is free traffic, the best kind of traffic that comes from Google. So here we have 10 different ideas, five essential features to look for when buying your first home sauna, infrared versus traditional, what's the best choice for your wellness routine, the ultimate uh, sauna buying guide, what every first time buyer needs to know. So these are all awesome ideas, right? Like the three I read, uh, the three I read through so far at least, and I'm sure many more are, but this is the next thing I want to share with you. And that is that even though we use chat GPT for ideas, when it comes to these blog posts, we do not use chat GPT to write the blog posts for us because I truly believe that AI content is identifiable online. And I believe that it's going to cause a negative effect to people that overuse it, especially in the coming months and definitely years. So what we do instead of just, again, asking chat GPT to write these blog posts for us is we go the next step, right? We go for an outline. And I just put that prompt in chat because what this allows us to do is get basically bullet points that we can then expand on when writing this content piece. So I'm saying here, create an outline for, then I'm gonna delete blog post, and I'm gonna use this one, because I like this one, the ultimate sauna buying guide, what every first time buyer needs to know. Um, I'll put for a blog post on, we'll say a blog post called, press enter. Because when it comes to, you know, what it can give us as far as like a structure or an outline, that is so helpful because I don't know about anybody here. Maybe some people here are writers or copywriters and they could sit down and just easily like think of, oh, this is what the post is going to look like. And this is what's going to be included for me. My brain doesn't always work that way. And like, I'll either want to add too much or too little and not have the right structure. 
But with a prompt and a reply like this, it makes the 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 um it makes the content, yeah, the tyranny of a blank page. It makes the the concepts of what's going to be included in there literally done for you. But the content is still human generated because we're not going to get some basically you know, articles that sound like AI wrote them, we're going to get a human, whether it's you or someone you hire to write for you, to start with an introduction and first give a brief overview of the popularity and benefits of home saunas, then have a paragraph on the purpose of this guide, then introduce section two, which is understanding the different type of saunas. And in the first paragraph there, it's going to discuss traditional steam saunas. And in the second paragraph, it's going to discuss infrared saunas. And in the third paragraph, it's going to discuss portable saunas and the pros and cons. Right. So this is like exactly how we use it, not to write content for us, but to give us the structure and the ideas and then have a human take over and create great content that will rank organically in Google and get free traffic. That is so, so, so valuable. And most people do not like doing because, again, it's like it takes a lot of mental focus and it still does. But this saves a ton of it. OK. Next thing I want to show you in this breakthrough, guys, is how to create product descriptions with AI, with AI, which also helps with traffic. Because when you're dropshipping, when you're using the dropship lifestyle model and you get approved to sell for a supplier, let's say this one here, almost heaven saunas, what they do is they send you a spreadsheet, a CSV typically, with all of their product information. And part of what they send you is going to be the product description like this. And the product description is going to be generic. It's going to be something that everybody uses, meaning you and your competitors. But if you can create valuable, unique product descriptions, Google will rank you higher, getting you more free traffic. So I'm going to put a prompt in chat now before I use it for this. And uh, again, when you're following along, you can use this exact thing. So let me go ahead and copy it. Let me paste it in here. Let me send it to everyone. Okay, and then let me go ahead and put it into chat GPT. So I'm gonna come back here. I'm gonna paste that prompt I just gave you in chat and then I'll read it to you first. It says, please act as a direct response copywriter. Write a product description for product name and or URL. So I'm just gonna put here for, you know what I'll do? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna change it because we're not starting from scratch here. So I'm gonna put, write a, rewrite, this product description. And I'll just put this in chat too so you have this. The one that I just pasted is the one that we use for like literally starting with just the product name. But let me put this here so you have this one and then I'll use it. Okay. Let me come back to this product page and just copy again what the supplier would give you. And then we're going to come back to ChatGPT, and I'm going to remove this, paste this. Then it says using this format. Let me just make sure I have the the uh, everything formatted correctly. Yeah, using this format: headline, one to three sentence description, features and benefits, and bullet points. Okay, go ahead and send that over. And again, our starting point is what the supplier gave us. And now what we're going to have is something unique that is most likely more readable and more valuable to the user. And again, most importantly, unique so that when Google is crawling our pages, we're not just another me too site. We're a site with unique product descriptions. And again, typically doing this, especially if you sell hundreds or thousands of products, takes a ton of time, but now it can be done in a matter of minutes. And I'm not going to do this on this presentation just for sake of time, but you might have seen in ChatGPT, there's this little paperclip icon down here. 
if you want to go as far as literally giving chat GPT a spreadsheet file of all your product descriptions, it can do that all in one shot. And then you can download it, export it as a CSV with everything already updated. But now you can see that we started with this, right? A bunch of text stuffed together straight from a supplier. And now we have this description to use on our store. So super powerful. Again, not only does it help customers better digest information about your products, but it also saves us a ton of time and it gets us more traffic from Google. Not bad, right? Let me know what you think, guys. Leave a comment below if you got value from this one and you'll learn something new to apply to your current business or a business you're planning on building. And make sure to like the video if you got value. Click subscribe on the channel because we post weekly videos here. And also, if you know anybody that's running an online business or wants to, be sure to share this with them because I promise it will help them have an advantage as we go into 2024. Also, if you want to know more about how we build highly profitable semi-automated online stores, what I'm going to do is post a link in the description. It's going to take you to dropshipwebinar.com where you can register for an in-depth two-hour training that I have where I'm going to show you how we pick profitable niches, how we source suppliers, how we build stores, how we optimize our stores for conversions, how we get traffic, and a whole lot more. Plus, I'm going to give you a list of 500 high-ticket dropshipping niche ideas all for free when you go to dropshipwebinar.com. Again, link in the description. So thank you again. I appreciate you. And I will see you in the next episode of Dropship Weekly.